Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for tuning in. Um, So today I'm going to be talking um, a little bit more about faith, which if you listened to my previous episode, I kind of ended by talking about um, faith in light of grace and really understanding that because of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that God has made all of these things available to us, right? Everything that, that, um, Christ died for is available to us freely by his grace, right? We can't earn it. We can't do anything to deserve it, but, but it's all freely there. But how do you access those things? And that's what I talked about on the last episode. Um, I talked about, you know, that's, that's where faith comes in. Your faith is how you access what God has freely made available to you by his grace. And so this understanding is so important. And really what I'm going to share with you today has literally like changed changed my life when really when I got this understanding out of God's word, it really will change your life because it's, it's important to understand that as believers, um, that God wants you to actually obtain his promises. He wants you to walk in the fullness of what Christ has purchased for you. He wants you to actually experience the, the things that the blood of Jesus has provided for you. And so that's why, you know, it's such a shame to see believers, um, you know, continue to struggle and battle with the same thing year after year when really that's not God's best for you. And so that's why I want to talk about faith because faith is how you access and, and bring those things, the promises of God and make it, um, manifest in your life, make it a reality in your life. And so firstly, I want to talk about what faith is not. And this is something that we've all been guilty of at some point, probably, um, is what faith is not. Faith is not just saying, oh yeah, I believe, I'm believing, I'm believing that God's going to do this. I'm believing that um, I'm going to see a breakthrough in this area. I'm believing X, Y, Z. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with saying that, but that in and of itself is not faith. It's not, it's not like, um, you cannot say that you're in faith about something just because you say, oh yeah, I'm believing or I believe. Because really, under, the main thing that I want to get you know, get over into you in this podcast is that faith is not a thing of your head. So just because you say, oh, I'm believing or like whatever, it's not just like, oh yeah, I, I think God will do this with no, with, there's no, there's no substance to that. It's really just, it's just air. You're just saying words. So what is faith? So that's what faith is not. Faith is not just like mentally thinking in your head. Oh yeah, God, God's going to like do this or I'm believing this or whatever, just saying words. What is faith? The Bible says that faith, this is a Hebrews 11, one in the Amplified. It says, now faith is the assurance, the confirmation, the title deed of things we hope for being the proof of things we do not see and the conviction of their reality. So faith, I've talked about, I've said this several times before on my podcast, faith is a substance and it comes how? In Romans 10, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. So it is impossible to say, 
I'm believing or I'm in faith if you don't have a scripture in your heart concerning that particular situation. So it's not possible to be air quote believing or in faith until you have located the will of God from his word and you have taken that scripture and you have deposited it in your heart because faith is a substance that is only that is only formed by God's word in your heart. So understand that and this is why many people don't see the outcome that they're looking for in their life because if you just say you're believing for something and it doesn't happen, it's not God's fault. And that's like a really, you know, that's a hard pill to swallow sometimes. Because, you know, you don't want to put the blame on people, but at the same time, God, the Bible says that God is not a man that he would lie, nor is he the son of man that he would change his mind. So God will do what he said he will do. God will answer your every prayer. God will give you what you ask for. But how, how do we access that? It's by faith. So really, I'm telling you, when you add scripture to what you're believing for, to what you're praying for, you're going to automatically start seeing, seeing results in your life because it's not the will of God for you to be wishing and hoping and believing and never see the results in your life, to never see the promise manifest in your life. That is not God's will for you. And so that's why it's important to locate scriptures, to get scriptures. I'm telling you, I don't know how many times I can say it. Everything you're believing God for or that you want to see God do in your life, get three scriptures concerning that thing. Write them on a note card. If you can't memorize them, that's okay. Write them down on a piece of paper, on a note card. And you get those scriptures in your heart. And those scriptures are what gives faith to to your confession and to your prayer because it's pointless to pray without scriptures. And this, like, I'm sure we've all been here. Like for me, I used to pray for years, just like random things and no scriptures, just praying, just hoping, wishing, didn't see much results. But having said that, God will, if you're a baby Christian, God will meet you where you're at. So sometimes baby Christians, they don't really know the word and they pray for things and it happens. But ultimately, if you've been saved for like a while, God expects you to learn like how to pray, to grow up in our faith. And so really, when you start adding scriptures to your prayers, and I know for me in my own life, when I started getting God's word concerning my life, concerning my health, concerning my career, concerning my finances, concerning my relationships, when I began to discover what God said in his word in those different areas of my life, and I began to put it in my heart, I began to see results in my life. Why? Because Jesus said, according to your faith, it will be done unto you. Not according to what you think, not according to, uh, oh, I'm believing. And, and you know, people talk about confession and confession is important. Confessing, um, you know, what you're believing for, who you are in Christ, all those kinds of things. But confession is only going to bring results if it's real in your heart. And, you know, but sometimes confessing will help things get real in your heart. So it's good to speak God's word and that actually helps it get in your heart. But once it's in your heart, it's going to start naturally coming out of your mouth and you won't even have to try to start saying it. And so I want to talk about, about the difference between works of faith and works of the law, because I've talked about, you know, 
I've talked about the works of the law, and obviously we're not under the law, we're under grace, so we're not to be doing the works of the law. Having said that, there is such thing as the works of faith. You know, James said, faith without works is dead. It is of no effect. Your faith is fake. It's not real. If there's no actions that are, if there's no actions that line up with your faith or what you say you believe, then your faith is dormant. It's inactive. And so understand that like, I'm going to give you an example. Well, let me just read this first. This is Hebrews 11.6. I want to read this. So without faith, it is impossible to please God. Whoever would come to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. So understand that the reward, the reward that God gives comes to you, not because you did something good. It comes because of your faith. I'm going to let that sink in. The reward is going to come to you, not because you did something good, but because of your faith. And like I said, your faith will have corresponding actions, but it's not your actions that are going to access the reward or access the promise. It's the faith behind your actions. So let me give you an example. Somebody can go to church every week, legalistically, oh my gosh, I can't miss a week. I have to go to church every single week. And they just think if they miss one Sunday, God is going to be so angry with them and strike them down from heaven. So why are they going to church? They're going to church to try and earn the approval of God. Okay. And they're trying to go to church to maybe get something from God. Okay. If I go to church this week, God will answer my prayers. If I go to church this week, maybe God will help me get that job I really want. Okay, so that is like works of the law. So let me show you the opposite, the works of faith. For instance, why do I go to church? I go to church because I believe, I believe that I have been purchased with the blood of Jesus. I believe that I have been, I have been weaved into the body of Christ. I believe that there is power in the corporate anointing. I believe what it says in Psalm 92, that them that are planted in the house of God will flourish. I believe that when we gather together as a body, I believe that the, the manifest presence of God is in that place in a different way than when I'm alone at my house. So that's why I go to church. I go to church because I believe in the, in the power of the gathering of the saints. I believe that when I go there that I'm gonna encounter the presence of God. I believe that God has, God has called me to be set apart, to be a part of a new family, the family of God. So I want you to understand the difference there. And the, so the first thing I said, if I'm going to church in order to earn something from God, there's no reward in that. You're not going to access all the benefits of what you're doing because it's your faith. It's your faith that's going to lay hold of the reward. It's not you going to church. So I want you to understand that. And so on the flip side, because I think, you know, when you've been saved for a long time, we can get into the habit of like, we're just doing things. We're doing things. Um, even like winning souls and evangelism. Are you doing that to like earn kind of like, ooh, God's gonna really like me if I do this? Because really, you're, you're, you're not even getting the benefits if that's why you're doing it. 
So, you know, for instance, why do we evangelize? Why do we win souls? Because I believe, I believe that the message of the gospel is the only thing that can deliver a person, set a person free, change the trajectory of their life to, to, to get them out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. I believe that the gospel is the power of God unto salvation. I believe that when I share my faith with someone, I believe that it is a seed being planted, an incorruptible seed being planted in that person's heart. So when you begin to so when you fill your heart with God's word and, 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 and it really, it, it becomes faith on the inside of you, that faith will have corresponding actions. If you truly believe, if you truly believe that you have the answer to the world's problems, which is the gospel, then obviously you're going to tell people about it. Right. And so I want you to understand that, that it's your faith that that is going to access the reward. It's not you doing a bunch of religious stuff. So that's why it's important. Everything you do, get a scripture because and it's going to make you want to do it more because it's like you don't want to just be doing things out of religious duty. And and really, you want to access the fullness like, you know, for instance, to say you're going to get prayer. Maybe you need healing in your body and you're going to get prayer before you just go get prayer. Cause you know that say you just are doing that because you know that that's what everyone does. Okay. Instead of doing that, just, Oh, I'm just going up there because that's what people do. You get before you do that, you get every scripture in the Bible that you can find about the laying on of hands, about healing the sick, about all, you know, fill your heart with these scriptures and the faith that's in your heart when you go up there is what's going to lay hold of your healing. It's not the fact that, oh, you went up there because someone told you to. It's what's in your heart. Faith is of the heart. Faith is the substance or the conviction of the reality of things you cannot see. I can't see or feel that I'm healed. Maybe you have symptoms in your body. You don't feel healed, but faith in your heart convicts you of the reality that by his stripes, you were healed. And it's the same thing with anything else. You may be broke. You may have no money in the bank, whatever, not be able to pay your bills. Okay. But when faith comes into your heart, right? When faith comes into your heart, you, even though your bank account is still at zero, you all of a sudden have the conviction of the reality that the curse of poverty has been broken, that you will continue to increase. And and what am I trying to say? I'm saying that that faith in your heart, 10 times out of 10 is going to cause you to obtain the promise. It's going to manifest in the natural. It has to be real in the eyes of your heart before it's going to be real in your life into your natural eyes. And, and that's another thing that I wanted to talk about was I really am emphasizing here the heart. Faith is a thing of the heart. And you know, if you read in um, Genesis 6, Um, Genesis six, it, it has several times that it, the first or the first time that the Bible mentions the word heart 
Okay, and there's a law of first mention. The first time a word is used or, or a um, principle is used in the Bible, it's, it's like very important. Um, so G- Genesis 6, 5, it says every imagination of the thoughts of his heart. So that's just like a phrase from it. But what I wanna, what I wanna say here is your heart, like what is your heart? Like maybe you're wondering like, okay, what is your heart? And many people say it's just the same as your spirit. And I'm not really sure. I think it, honestly, your heart is probably where your spirit and your soul meet. People have different opinions on, you know, what exactly it is. And you can, you can read different theologians and scholars opinions, but, but the point is, is the Bible says that your heart is what has imaginations. So when you imagine things, right, you're, you have a mental picture you are seeing something with the eyes of your heart. And that's why Paul prayed in Ephesians 1 that the eyes of your heart will be flooded with light so that you would be able to see yourself the way that God sees you. That you would be able to see yourself in light of God's word. That you would see yourself in the light of healing. See yourself in the light of joy, of peace, of what Christ has purchased for you, of what grace has made available to you. See yourself in light of of the grace of God, right? And so when you get those mental pictures, the imaginations of your heart, right? Is it's that, and that's what your faith is. Your faith is gonna create mental pictures of the promises of God. And if you notice, that's why many scriptures, they really are like, um, they give you a mental picture. For example, the one that I read in, um, or the one that I mentioned in Psalm 92, that um, those who are planted in the house of God will flourish. If you read that whole chapter, he's talking about, he says, you will flourish like a cedar of Lebanon, like the palm trees. And you, and you can imagine, you can imagine, I'm thinking too about Psalm 1, um, that it says that you will be like a tree planted beside the waters, bearing fruit in every season. So you begin to, to get these mental pictures these mental pictures of what God has promised you. And you know, one for me that I always, I'm so careful to always picture. Um, and I talk, you know what? I talked about, if go listen to my podcast on divine protection. And when you're walking around, when you're at your house, you need to get a mental picture that there are angels surrounding me. That should be in your imagination. It is, it, you can't see it in the natural, but it, the, the faith in your heart is the conviction of things you cannot see. That there is protection around me. There are angels around me. In the in uh, um, another scripture in Isaiah, it says, "Your righteousness goes before you, and the glory of the Lord is your rear guard." When you're walking in the mall, when you're walking in the grocery, when you're walking in the airport, when you're walking at school, you really get a mental picture. My righteousness is going before me. He's making every crooked path straight. He's giving me favor in everything that I'm doing today, and the glory of the Lord is my rear guard. Imagine the glory cloud of God is behind you. That everywhere you go, you leave a trail of the manifest goodness of God to every single person you've come in contact with, every single place that you've come into, that the glory of the Lord is your rear guard. He's not only protecting you from behind, but you're leaving a trail of his goodness and his glory everywhere you go. And so all of that, as I'm speaking, you're probably imagining that. You're imagining the the glory of the Lord is your rear guard. So really, faith 
it exists in your heart and faith is going to create these mental pictures in you. It's really it's a vision. And I have a bunch of podcasts on vision, spiritual vision. Um, it's seeing things with the eyes of your heart, seeing things with the eyes of your heart. Begin to imagine yourself. Let me tell you, because if you, if you imagine yourself doing something long enough, you will do it. You will do it. That's why it's very important. And I'm going to probably do another podcast on this about the imaginations and your thoughts. Whatever you meditate on and you see yourself doing, you're eventually going to do it. So if, you, if you're imagining disaster, if you're imagining uh, premature death, if you're imagining, man, what if I got sick, what if this? You need to take those imaginations captive, cast them out, throw them out, and get a scripture to replace that. And you need to replace your mental picture. You need to imagine yourself laying hands on the sick and then getting up out of wheelchairs, getting up out of hospital beds. Go ahead and imagine yourself. Imagine yourself. Maybe you have a, maybe you have a job interview and you've been asking the Lord for a favor with that or whatever. I don't know. I'm just making up a scenario. And you have a scripture. You have some scriptures. Lord, I'm believing for favor. I'm believing for this, that, whatever. You imagine yourself having favor. Don't imagine worst case scenario. Get a scripture and really begin to imagine yourself walking in the promises of God because you have to see it inwardly before you're going to see it outwardly. And that, and whatever you are imagining is a good sign of what, of what you're truly believing in your heart. Because you can say, oh, I'm believing this. You can say, oh, I'm believing whatever. But ultimately, when you lay your head on the pillow, what do you see yourself doing? What do you see happening in your life? What, what do you see God doing for you, for your family, for your career, whatever? And really getting that mental picture is what's going to cause it to be actualized in your life. And so I'm going to end with that. But on the next podcast, I'm going to talk more about faith and your heart and how to guard your heart so that your faith stays pure and how to get faith from not just in your head, but into your heart and all these kinds of things, talking about um, the thoughts and renewing the mind and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I believe that really, and as you meditate on this and study Hebrews 11 and study what faith is, that you're going to begin to actually obtain the promises of God. That's my greatest prayer for every single listener, that you would not only hear other people's testimonies, that you would not only just be wishing and hoping for years on end, but that you would lay hold of everything that Christ has purchased for you, that you would walk in the fullness of who you are in Christ in Jesus' mighty name. This is Victoria. I just want to say thank you so much for listening and make sure that you subscribe, share it with a friend, share it on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and I pray that these podcasts will continue to be a blessing to you.